How many times have you heard that God deals with us based on our level of revelation or understanding? This means that even if there's a higher level of understanding or better way of doing things, he'll likely work with your mindset. God is limited to the way you think. (laughs) That's dangerous if your mindset is not renewed to conform to the word of God. Hey friends, I'm Elaine and welcome to We The Enlightened Podcast. I'm super stoked to have you here as usual. Now in the last few episodes, I was asking a whole lot of questions. I still am. And it's because I wanted you to ponder on some things before I gave my own thoughts and suggestions. We agreed that Jesus is the one that constrained the disciples to their boat and sent them on that journey. I would like to believe that to a certain extent, Jesus knew the contrary wind and the toiling that the twelve were going to experience. That's why he sent them on a boat. (laughs) Think about that. Well, I know somebody out there is asking me how on earth were they supposed to get over to the other side? I mean, there was water. Well, I have a question for you. How did Jesus get over to the other side? How did Jesus get over to the other side? How did he get across the water? He didn't require a boat. Jesus walked on water. Now I believe that it's not necessarily the kind of journey that Jesus sent the disciples on that determined their mode of transportation but rather their mindsets and knowledge of their identity and perhaps even calling. Jesus probably knew that asking the twelve to walk on water was probably going to sound ridiculously insane and really foreign to them. It was not yet their reality. So he constrained them to a boat, something that was more logical, something that was more realistic, something that was more practical. them something that was obvious and normal i mean how else were they supposed to get over to the other side he knew that though they were going to toil they were better off toiling in a boat and would definitely make it to the other side if the wind had beaten against the disciples whilst they were walking at least there was a greater chance of them making it well that is if they had even agreed to walk they would have a better chance of making it because maybe they might have sunk along the way. We all know who that happened to. Jesus probably knew that asking the twelve to walk on water was going to sound foreign to them. Jesus knew their capacity. He knew their level. He knew their mindset. I mean, these were men he spent a whole lot of time with. I mean, not forgetting that he is their God. He also knew what they would face and what would be required of them. We even saw this with the the Israelites, how God took them through a longer route, which cost them years and years simply because they wouldn't have been able to handle the challenges along the shorter route. He also knew their capacity. To me, yeah, it's as if Jesus was indirectly saying, if only you thought the way that I think, 
and saw things the way that I see them, you'd get to walk with me and would get there faster. You wouldn't have to toil. You wouldn't have to sit on a boat for hours. You wouldn't have to struggle against this contrary wind. In fact, you wouldn't even notice that there's a contrary wind. You wouldn't even give into it. But because you 12 are just not there, you're not there mentally. You're not there. You have to not only go by boat, but you also have to leave earlier to make sure that you get there on time after having to fight through a storm. The disciples' lack of the Jesus mindset made their journey harder and longer. Jesus not only left later, but he walked and didn't even suffer the effects of the contrary wind and was traveling at a faster speed, so much so that he was even going to pass by the disciples and get there much, much earlier. Now, because the disciples didn't operate at his level, their speed and their comfort was determined by the boat, which is really unfortunate because it basically means that their journey could have been way smoother than it actually went. But because of their mindset, their mindset determined how they were going to get over to the other side. It's not that they were never going to get over to the other side. It's how they were going to get there that made the whole journey completely different. And if you think about this, think about a word that God has given you. Now, there was a much faster option for you to get, for you to manifest that word in your life. But because of your mindset, because of your maybe stubbornness, because of your lack of capacity to handle the journey, because of your lack of Jesus' mindset, it took you years, it took you months, and it took you emotional pain, it took you hurt, because you didn't have the Jesus mindset. Sometimes we go through unnecessary hardships because we refused to live the life that Jesus has in mind for us. It's not every toiling that we go through that is needful. Before we get to the discussion of persecution, of hard times, tribulations, whatever you want to call it, we need to establish which trials are necessary to go through and which aren't. It's not every hardship that you go through in life that is needful. Sometimes all we need to do is upgrade our mindsets and we'll see our journeys go much, much swifter. Until Jesus' thoughts become your thoughts, some of you will always go through unnecessary hardships. I know someone is saying that they have upgraded their mindset to a certain extent, above the average Christian, but they still face persecution then I'd like to introduce you to persecution that exists for the sake of the gospel. Here's a verse from Mark, chapter 10, verse 28 to 30. It's in the NIV. Then P Peter spoke up. Gotta love Peter. We have left everything to follow you. Truly, I tell you, Jesus replied, no one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and fields, along with persecutions. 
and in the age to come eternal life. So Jesus is basically saying, it's worth it to leave everything for me because you will receive more. But in receiving more, you are still going to face persecution. It sounds as if it is a promise. Jesus promised us that in the midst of all this reward, in the midst of the abundance and the prosperity, there will still be persecution. It's always going to be there. So to me, it sounds like if something is always going to be there, the best way to find a way out of it is to see how you can still prosper even in the midst of that persecution. I love this because this verse shows that you can still prosper even when you're being persecuted, even when you're going through difficult times. There is still prosperity, but the thing is, we choose to go through the difficult times and leave the prosperity part. It's as if we think that you have to have one or the other, but Jesus is saying you can have both. You can exceed abundantly even whilst you're being persecuted. Isn't that something to think about? That is so, so profound. That is so, so profound. There are some hardships that we face because we have not upgraded our mindsets to that of Jesus. And there are some that we face because we have left everything to follow him. That is my point for today. That is my point for today. I want you to analyze your life and see what you might be going through today that may seem unnecessary if it's something that can be gotten rid of just by upgrading your mindset by all means do that for yourself you need to get over to the other side as comfortable as you can it is possible jesus showed us when he walked on the water was the disciples were struggling against the contrary wind and this is not just a reality for jesus but it is also a reality of the sons of God because we are like Jesus and whatever he could do then, we can do now. It's very possible. It's very, very possible. So analyze your life, see what shouldn't be there, what will make your journey smoother. And if not, then I guess it's time for us to call ourselves higher to a place where we don't let persecution stop us from enjoying the abundance that God has promised us. I'll leave you again here today, friends, because I guess this is something to think about again. I'll catch you all next week, Monday. Don't forget to tell a friend, 9 p.m. sharp. Cheers. <laughs>